Ever since we started using relevance online marketing, I could see a drastic improvement in our SEO. I mean, we are ranking so much higher when searching for dentists in our hometown. We are seeing more new patients and certainly someone you should give a, give a look at if you're considering new marketing companies. Just absolutely awesome. I would recommend relevance to any practice owner who wants to see what proper marketing can do for their office. I want to thank Dr. Paul Etchinson for introducing me to relevance marketing. They've done a great job, very thorough. I'm happy with the results. Thank you guys for all of your help. We never truly realized how powerful this could be. It's really changed our business for the best. I think they're definitely worth every penny. Easy to communicate with, easily accessible, does what I ask, and even shows me some reports when things are going a little bit off track and what they're doing about it. You know, it's just a level of service I just haven't really received from other marketing agencies. Since we've been using Relevance, we've seen a tremendous growth in our business. I would recommend their services to just about anybody. Search engine optimization uh, and getting your ranking on Google to be the highest it can possibly be. The efforts uh, by Relevance and their team and the efforts and the things that they've done with the, uh, the SEO as well as the social media. Highly recommend it. So what are you waiting for? This is Dr. Paul Etchison telling you to get a free consultation with Relevance. As a listener of the podcast, you get the first month free and there is zero obligation to continue if you aren't blown away. Make this the year you grow your practice to the next level. Go to RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com to set up a free consultation. That's RelevanceOnlineMarketing.com. Welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Paul Etchison. We're here on Monday, March 20th, 2023. The audiobook is out, y'all. Geo boy. I hope you guys check it out. I read it myself, so you know it's narrated by me. Some chapters are a little bit windy because I'm here in Chicago and it was just a windy day and I couldn't do anything about it, but you can hear some wind noise. But other than that, everything else turned out great and I'm so happy for the book and I feel like it just comes from like a different level of experience compared to my first book, and I just like it so much more. Not to say I didn't like that first book, I liked it too. Thank you, Dr. Zachary Sutton, five out of five stars on the audiobook. So thankful for that. He said, fun read and tangible information. Said, first of all, Dr. Etch is such an inspiration and a cool dude. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate that. All right, letting everybody know that I am doing a la carte coaching calls. If that's something that interests you, you're not really wanting to get into a commitment like a month-to-month thing, but you just want to have one one-hour coaching call with me, if you want to do that, that's at dentalpracticeheroes.com. Also, there's a thing where you can sign up and talk to one of my leads, or you can have someone on your team schedule a call with one of my leads as well, and that's my office manager my hygiene lead, front desk lead, and assistant lead. So whatever you think might help you in your practice, it's at dentalpracticeheroes.com. Just click on the coaching tab. So I think this episode is going to be a really good one for every single dentist, not just practice owners, because I think this is so important. I'm excited to talk about it. We talk about how important the trainings are, like calibration for your hygienist and going through routines with your assistants. But over this last weekend, something kind of just came into my brain that's just like so big that I'm surprised that I never put it into any of my books. And I kind of just never realized it was something I did until just recently. So I have two assistants. So two dental assistants, I got Jacqueline and Lauren. Lauren assisted me on my very first procedure out of dental school. That was 14 years ago. And she's still with me today. 
And Jacqueline and I are coming up on our 10-year anniversary, I think in just in a few weeks. I got to check what it is. It's just in a few weeks. These are the two best assistants like ever around, like literally always thinking on their toes, self-motivated, self-starting, driven, skilled. You know, they can do any procedure. I literally think they could pick up the handpiece and be a dentist. I mean, they are that good and they're that smart. When they both started with me, it wasn't always like that. I mean, they were always great people, but we had to work together. And same thing with the hygienists, like my first two being Pam and Amanda, who are still both working to practice over 10 years later. And here's the big point. We didn't start being able to read each other's minds, like being able to guess the next steps, being on the same page, just the way we talked and did things. We were always hiring and we're always hiring now. I don't care how many years of experience somebody has. It always amazes me when I see a new team member make mistakes they shouldn't be making after as much experience as they have in the dental industry. Like somebody just flubbing something. You're just like, how long have you been working in dental? So how do people work in dental for so long and make such basic mistakes? And I believe that it's because they work for someone who can't effectively coach and train them. I think it's so important to show team members how to do things, but I think it's even more important to explain why we do things. So that got me thinking about the things that I've explained to my team. First of all, x-rays, for example. We need to get the mesial, the first bicuspid. We need to see the distal, the second molar. We need to see all the crown margins. If they're not on the bite wing, we've got to take a PA. A PA must have the apex. An implant PA, it's going to be angled different. It's going to be angled like a bite wing, so it's like perpendicular to the long axis of the implant so we can see the threads. If we don't do this, you know, if we don't get the first bicuspid, we might miss some decay. If we don't get the distal second molar, we might miss something. If you can't see a crown margin on a film, you might not realize that there's decay underneath it. All this stuff. So like you were always explaining, like, if we don't do this, then this can happen. And this is why it's important. When you see an x-ray that isn't acceptable to you, all you have to do is go, hey, on this PA, I need you to get the apex. Can you retake it? That's it. That's all you got to do. Or, you know, on this crown here, on this bite wing, I need to see the margin to make sure there is any decay down there. Can you retake it? Or can you take a PA? You know, like if it's just a deep margin, you got to see it. You got to get a PA to get it. I need to see the mesial, the first premolar, to make sure there's nothing there. Can you retake it, please? There's a lot of overlap on these films. I'm not really confident I can diagnose caries on these in approximately. Can you retake it? That's all you need. I mean, the time to train is right then and there. And it's not when you have a meeting. And you can have a meeting. That's a good time to do it, too. But you need to be holding your team accountable to the standards that you set. And what standards are you setting? Are you communicating them? And are you holding them accountable? There is nothing uncomfortable about having that conversation. There is nothing about correcting. We are trying to do what's best for the patient. And you ever had like, I'm talking about the crown margin thing. You ever had somebody that you took bright wings on for a few years and you ever got a PA and then one day like you're just sticking that explorer in there and you're like, holy shit, there is so much decay on this tooth. And then you're like, how did we miss this? And then you go back year after year and you look at the bite wings. You can't ever see the margin because you never took a PA of it and it was a deep crown margin. Yeah, I've had those. You know, there's reasons we do this that are in the patient's best interest. And a lot of times it's stuff that I've learned along the way, but there's nothing wrong with retaking x-rays. And the thing is, is you don't have to retake that many x-rays. You just have to call it out a few times. You set the standard. This is how we do things. So then when that hygienist or assistant takes an x-ray and sees that it didn't do it, they take it again. They don't wait for you to come in the room because they know if they wait for you to come in the room, they're taking it again anyway. I like to train my assistants. I want them to understand what etch bond and with the, how the flowable and the packable composite, what they do, I like to explain the properties of light intensity and distance. You know, how the light intensity like drops dramatically the further you get away from the tooth so that they understand why that carrying light needs to be as close as possible to the composite. 
I like them to understand the principles of bonding so they can understand why things don't bond when they get wet. I show them drawings of crown contact points so that when they're designing serrate crowns, they put that nice broad contact and the right spot on the tooth and that they know where to adjust them. I like to show them like when they're designing on a serrate, like look down that buccal cord or look at the facial contour of this premolar, turn it so you can see it. So you can see what this is supposed to go with because everything's supposed to jive so it looks good aesthetically. It's just like we as dentists, we throw these people in these jobs and we expect them to know everything we know, but they never were trained on it. And then we get upset when they don't know what we think they should know, but no one's ever showed it to them. They've worked in years and no one's ever showed them that. Show them how the angulation of light with a sectional matrix, if you angle it and you're not down the long axis of the tooth, that that could leave a portion of that composite uncured because it's blocked out by the sectional matrix. And that means like when they're doing it, grabbing that curing light and turning it down, say down the long long axis and you just grab it and turn it right here. This is where I want you to do it. Overdrying dentin. Why is that bad? What happens when we overdry dentin? Why does it cause sensitivity? They need to understand why and what. Why are teeth tender to percussion when they're inflamed? Why is that? You know, what does that even mean? Why can't we bridge a natural tooth to an implant? Things like that. Like it makes sense. Like give them the understanding they need to be amazing at their jobs. And you don't have to get super granular with it. Though I think my assistants and I, we've looked at like electron microscopes of etched enamel and etched dentin and bonded enamel and bonded dentin because I want them to understand like, look at this is what the etch is actually doing. And this is why it sticks. This is why it bonds. What's wonderful about all this is that all you have to do is just have a teaching attitude. You got to be willing to notice things and be like, you know what? I want you to understand that the reason we do that is this. And you know what? This is what's happening when we do that. Not only will it make the team better, but it's also going to make them appreciate working for you a lot more. And they're going to be better at their job. They're going to be better explaining things to patients because they're going to understand more stuff. And, And lastly, don't forget about the front desk. They need to know some clinical stuff too. And for me, I created like a 15-minute video, and I just went through every procedure, fillings, implants, bone grafts, endo. I can't remember what else there is on that video, but it's just a 15-minute video that kind of briefly explains what are we doing? What is the process here? Because you don't have to get super detailed on it, but they should have an idea of what the heck a root canal is. And I think with the front desk, we don't get these minute-by-minute on-the-spot training opportunities that we get with our clinical team. When I look back at like my original team, They're all so well-trained because they worked hand-in-hand with me, and it was an important thing for me for them to be trained. This is something you should be doing with your team. And then as you grow and get a bigger practice like mine, it becomes more of a challenge, and it becomes like a little bit more, you have to sit down and do it. But I mean, I have associate doctors. My hope is that they're doing the same thing with the team, and sometimes they don't. And sometimes it's like they come... And they talk to the leads and want the leads to address these things. It's like, no, just address it right there. There's nothing wrong with addressing it right there. We're trying to do the best thing for the patient, right? This is what usually happens is I just see, you know, an assistant or hygienist that's just going to take crappy x-rays and take the same crappy x-rays year after year for the same dentist that doesn't give a shit. And they just don't know any better. Why? Because no one's ever shown them. No one's ever taught them any better. That's why. So teach your people what you do. And teach them why. Because if you don't, no one will. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next time.